friend in the car. No, we should be fine. We'll do a normal one. She'll be pleased to have two in a row. They recorded that. Should I leave that in? Oh, shout out to our friend in the car. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Radio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? This is pretty good. <laughs> GR Dad's in a good mood today. Well, you know, sometimes things go well. So uh, we did a live show on yeah. Saturday. It was good. It's always very nice and affirming to have people like the stuff yeah oh, we girls. should do cocktail of the week hang on we're drinking Ugh, it's wet Ulysse Colleen Le it's not that I can't say the French it's that I can't read the handwriting Paso Doble it's like oh my goodness P-I-E-R-R I-E with a little accent L-E-R God, you really should have done more research for this than just open the freaking bottle. I should totally know this, too. Oh, here, maybe it says it on the back. Ulysse Calin. Oh, yeah. Pierre-Riez. Those are all ours. Pierre-Riez. Ulysse Colleen. Um, this is a grower-producer champagne. So that means the dude, Ulysse Colleen, Fancy. grows his grapes, and then he makes his own wine, where, like, a lot of uh, champagne is they buy grapes from a bunch of different growers and blend them all together to make theirs and put this back in the bucket <laughs> the bucket's a little out of the way would you say bucket bucket all right uh so yeah that's what we're drinking we're having a little celebration drinking champagne on a monday night that's cocktail of the week so yeah live show went great uh we it was not quite sold out but it was a pretty full the whole middle section was full and then the sides were kind of half sold each and uh everyone was very enthusiastic and we were kind of like so for the first show we had matt nelson and barb nelson and sizzle and zoe which is a pretty high-powered surprise guest yeah you're not kidding and so we didn't have a surprise guest this time and so we're like all right well we're going to add some stuff Should we say what we didn't get what didn't we get who the guest we tried to get but didn't get elizabeth warren and bailey yeah yeah we were close i ish i tried I still may get to you made contact. meet Bailey. I did. I did. Uh, and and just for the record, though, I am a big Elizabeth Warren fan personally. I will interview any politician with a golden retriever. If George W. Bush got a golden retriever, totes would go talk to yeah, him in his well, golden. Also, it excludes heartless, soulless, cold fish who don't have any kind of golden retrievers. Yeah. Would have excluded Obama, too. No, n- you know, did not apply to him. He had... Uh, I mean, I would go so far, and Sonny, I'd go so far as to say any politician with a dog who wants me to come talk to them and their dog, I'm game. Yeah. Either party. Definitely. Uh, up in Canada, Justin Trudeau, I don't know if you got a dog, but I'll come up. I mean, we've hung out before. He would have some dog with, like, long ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I think that. All right, hang on a second. All right, I just looked it up, and Justin Trudeau does have a dog. Its name is Kenzie. And it's a Portuguese water dog, which is the same as Bo and Sonny, the Obama's dog. Copycat. Got that dog in 2016. Copycat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've hung out with Justin Trudeau before at a thing, and he was very nice. I'm, and, uh, I am jealous. I am jealous. <laughs> it was a very interesting thing for me. I can't decide if I want to be him or be with him. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a kind of top secret high-powered meeting it was not actually top secret in the government sense but a bunch of very high-powered people 
at an event that I'm not supposed to talk much about. But Justin Trudeau was there. I was there. I was the least powered person in the room, I was think. He, was he wearing socks? He did have good socks. I mean, oh, they were stripy. Damn it. And uh, it was really interesting because, I mean, you can see this when you, like, watch videos of Justin Trudeau. Like, he makes eye contact and talks with people in a way that they feel like they're the only person on uh. earth. He's really good at it. And I think he's a sincere guy. Let's put the best possible spin on no, it. No, no, I agree. He cares, right? But you still, I mean, that still work even if you're sincere to yeah. always be like that. And so it was a thing for I where Obama I was like, I can that do that. I think Obama did to some extent too, where he would look and, and actually listen to people, right? For sure. Certainly but Michelle did, yeah. I've, I've also hung out with Barack Obama. He was at the University of Chicago when I was there. He was running for state senate. Because he's 12 years old like you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Barack. I know you're older, but you're young. Yeah. Uh, I think he's even older than you. I mean, maybe he was a professor when I was there. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, he was talking to us as a group, where I was just kind of mingling. Yeah. With Justin. But he Trudeau. was high powered back then, personally. He was running for state senate, so Ca- he was no, not. No, I mean like charismatic. Uh, like you, you could tell he was kind of cool. He was, but not nearly as cool as he became. Mm. I mean, uh, he he talked well and he was clearly very passionate about what he did that's good um obama yeah no he was and uh and i mean there's other politicians that i met at the time who were like very nice but didn't give off that same vibe um yeah obama i would like to be justin trudeau as i said i'm kind of torn between (laughs) being wait till you meet him and being with him i don't think i could handle it I'd, i'd squee (laughs) <laughs> I didn't make any weird noises. I was perfectly <laughs> appropriate and professional when I talked to him. It's because you're more together than I am. <laughs> uh, anyway, Justin Trudeau, I'm happy to come up and interview your dog. Yeah, Not we should invite him to our, our podcast. <laughs> he can make it to Chicago. Justin Trudeau, I am personally extending you an invitation to the live show October 5th, Chicago. Uh, if you really want to meet us, we'll do a live show in Toronto. Oh my God! We'll Ottawa. do a live show in Ottawa. We'll, we'll do a we'll live come show. We'll come to Ottawa. We'll come to you. We'll come into your yard. We'll have it in your yard. That's fine. Time. You don't have to let us in your house because <laughs> I understand the concerns justified. Uh, uh, but we'll do it in your yard. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a nonpartisan. So uh, as far as I know, the only politician running in the U.S. for the 2020 presidential election who has a golden retriever is Elizabeth Warren. Um, as far as I know, there are no other Republicans challenging Trump. He does not have a dog. He says he doesn't have time. But if, like I said, George W. Bush wants me yeah, to interview Weld him has, his William dog. Weld has a dog, we'd interview him. And anybody got a dog running for president, want to talk to me, send me an email. Happy to talk to you. Totally will. Though I am personally an Elizabeth Warren fan. Yeah, but if you want us to, you know, if you want I'll to curry some favor with the Golden Ratio Four fans, th- this might be an opportunity to present yourself in a nice light. I'm going to Boston next week, I think. You're shipping up to Boston. <laughs> shipping up to Boston. And I have contacted Bailey's handlers, which Bailey lives in Boston most of the time, and said, hey, if Bailey wants to hang out, I'm free all morning on Thursday next week. Hit me up. HMU, Bailey. Yeah, a little dog goes a long way. Did I tell you the World Bank has a dog? No. It was a security dog. Oh. Tammy. Oh. She's adorable. She was started as a puppy. Now she's, I think she's still there just to be pet. Does she like also sniff bombs or anything? She's supposed to sniff things. I don't know what she's supposed to sniff. I think bombs. Interesting. But I think they were giving out trading cards with Tammy's vital statistics for a while. Mm. Hi, my name is Tammy. Please pet me. I think they're working on reducing the cultural 
like oh, yeah. aversion to dogs, right? Yeah. We have multicultural, and there's a lot of people who like really don't like dogs. Like yeah. there have been, you know, generations of dogs are unclean and evil and will bite you and kill you and things. Yeah. Tammy's so I think name. they were going way overboard. I, I'm still not sure Terry, Sam, Tammy serves much of a purpose, <laughs> but she walks around and, and the handler is super pleased to let everyone pet the dog. Oh, that's nice. It's very unusual. Yeah. I have a trading card. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, From yourself. There's a trading card of me. Yeah, I pet you. <laughs> no problem. It, my trading card does not say pet me. And it doesn't say in goes your handler. No, no. That'd I don't be, have a handler on the trading card. I did uh, a thing for the USA Science and Engineering Festival, which is a big thing every spring here in D.C. And uh, they made trading cards for all the scientists that <laughs> presented there. That's so cool. I, yeah, there's like a 20-pack of trading cards, and one of them's me. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I throw a lot of stuff out, and every time I clean out a drawer, I'm like, oh, it's my trading card. I'm keeping that. <laughs> Good. That's pretty cool. It made me feel famous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. as did the live show. I should uh, keep it. It's like your rookie card, and when you're like even more famous, I'll sell when I'm it. a real scientist, be like Lou Gehrig's <laughs> rookie card. I don't know. I'm a full professor now. Like I can't really get promoted. I'm just saying, I'm keeping that card for trading. Okay. I'm keep it in plastic. Yeah. Okay. Right now, it's just in a rubber banded. When I die, bundle, you'll have so. my permission to sell it to the highest bidder. <laughs> Someone's like, if you give me a dollar, I'll take that card along with your dollar. Could be the highest bidder. <laughs> Anyway, so we did not have any special guests at the live show this week. Yes. Uh, all right, hang on. Kezo needs to go out. Okay, everybody's back. Uh, so, yeah, no special guests at the live show this week. And so we're like, all right, well, we got to add some content. So we added some extra stories, and we lengthened some other sections. And, uh, and so we did the same thing that we did last time, which is we had a setup where there's, like, a rug on the floor – there's a couch. We have a blanket on the couch. And then we got these like little puppy. It's not our couch. No, it's the couch of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I put the blanket on it. Yeah. And then we got these little puppy gates to kind of keep the dogs contained. It's like a little fence. Yeah, it is a little fence. Uh, the, the theater guy was really worried that dogs would jump off the front of the stage. And I mean, it's like a five foot drop, maybe more. It would be a big drop. Yeah. I'm like, they're not going to jump off. He's like, but if they do. Mm. I'm like, no, man, they're not going. And he He's was like, there last show. He knew they don't. They didn't even look interested, but. Yeah. Anyway, th they didn't jump off the stage this so, time. So we had two fewer dogs and no special guests. Yeah, but both times we did put the shark out on the stage, the big <laughs> Ikea shark. We had it last time, and it just kind of hung out on the couch the with blah us. The Blachleck. Yeah. <laughs> Blachleck. <laughs> Whatever they're called. It, I actually looked up the translation, and it's Swedish for blue shark. Oh, Blachleck, of course. <laughs> I bet they have, uh, you know, 20 words for shark in Sweden. Who knows? I don't know, but that word means blue shark. Oh, there you go. Um, so we had the shark on the stage this time. This is a new shark, Ikea shark number three. And uh, we got out on stage and like immediately, before I even was like, welcome to the Golden Ratio live show, Vink jumped up on the couch, got the shark and was like swinging the shark around in her mouth. <laughs> and Hobbs awesome. was like, I will also swing this shark. And they grabbed on and they're like, you want to kill the shark? All right, I'm going to kill it. Let's kill the shark. Let's tug on it. And they just like went at it. And they're like, tug, 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 tug. Ripped the shark open. Took like about 20 seconds and it was just shark guts. Shark guts all over the stage. Unbelievable. Uh, so it was a <laughs> totally unplanned. I thought the shark would just be like an amusing prop. And nope, they ripped that yeah. shark right, right away, ripped it open. Shark was ignored last time. Yeah. So uh, we're going to bring a new shark to we're Chicago. Down one shark. And who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, somebody who came to the show brought us a new Ikea shark as a present. That's I saw them idea. in the lobby, and I was like, oh, 
it's a new ikea we shark need this. yeah so we sure did and then the show happened and so now we've got the new ikea yeah. shark i mean obviously we can't control these girls and boy and so that was kind of cool it was hilarious and someone caught a great picture of gr dad doing a little fist pump as, <laughs> as the shark exploded in front of him amazing destruction yeah, very efficient very entertaining it was like a small explosion of floof yeah we did not plan that at all that was like spontaneous on behalf of the dogs but it was very funny so uh, that, I think, was probably the highlight of the show. Yeah, we did Vink the Moon. Vink the Moon, everybody did together. Yeah. Uh, we had some extra stories. GR Dad so added in a Conk Life story of his own this week. I told only I mean, one last time. I just, I read it, right? I didn't make it up. Yes. No, he had, he discovered it in Conk Life, and I had missed it. And I was like, oh, it's it was just last week. And I was like, it's so good. We need to do it. I will create a visual illustration with like gifs and pictures as you read it and that went really well that was good uh so i think we'll probably keep that one in for the chicago show and of course in chicago gideon of uh i pet that dog yes we will have a special guest he's he's gonna be awesome yep and he's uh, pet over a thousand dogs i mean that's hard work man that is is. hard work that kid does a lot of petting his hands must be raw (laughs) So he's coming for sure. Uh, I also have extended an invitation to Blair Braverman in Quince Mountain. Um, they have a lot going on, and they're way up in Wisconsin, so they're like... They have more dogs than we do. They have way more dogs than we do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're like, we don't, you know, we can't really say ahead of time if we're going to come. And I was like, that's sure. cool. Like, if you can come, you're welcome. Oh, because they'll only come if there's enough snow for the dog sleds? No. Because they, that sled, is incorrect. they mush down. Not, they have, not true. They don't have cars. Untrue. <laughs> Fair enough. Untrue. In fact, on Saturday, Blair Braverman was doing a show in uh, Wisconsin, in Madison. Madison. Yeah, in well, Madison. that's mushable. It's, it is not mushable. Mushable. Right? No, I mean wheels. Not wheels. Right now, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, if uh, they showed up, we would be second tier talent. Oh my they god, would you're be not kidding. Awesomer. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, don't plan on that. Just know that they're invited. They can also just come and be the audience. There are tickets left for the Chicago show. So it's the Athenaeum Theater in Chicago. Uh, and interestingly, I was listening to the uh, My Favorite Murder audiobook. So they have a book called Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered. Which is a great title. <laughs> it is good. And that's their sign-off from their podcast. <laughs> and uh, so I, got, I had had the audiobook, and I just started listening to it this weekend, actually, when we were cleaning at your house. And, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're cleaning so out Geo Dad's house to, go to sell there? it. Uh, uh, oh, I think regular listeners are aware. Yes, yeah, still available for sale for nine million dollars. Causing me some distress and shaving. Distress. Yeah, a little distress. The house is really empty now, so mm. much emptier I than had last so time. So good stuff. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> a lot of the good stuff has moved. Here. All the good stuff has moved here. A lot of what you think is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Jared Dad was mowing his lawn, and I was cleaning out stuff from his house, and I was listening to it. And uh, in one chapter, they were kind of talking about, you know, we were just kind of doing this podcast. We didn't really know who was listening. And then we did our first live show at the Chicago Podcast Festival, and she's like, and they booked us in the Athenaeum Theater, and it was just, just like huge. Us. And I was like, I'm playing the Athenaeum Theater in three weeks. They don't even have dogs. No, no. They have good stories, though. Yeah, they're cool. They are. So, anyway, uh, you can still get tickets to the Chicago show if you just Google the Golden Ratio Live Chicago or the Athenaeum Theater. You can find it. Um, I think the main floor is sold out, but there's a balcony here, which is amazing. Uh, it's oh, a geez, super cool, like cool. old school theater. So there's still balcony balcony seats available. Wow. 
I am going to have to drive around with the car with the speaker on the top. And <laughs> sell those last 200 sell tickets. Sell last 200 tickets. One night only. We did that hey, last you girls. Time. We did that last time. <laughs> Blues Brothers, still the best movie ever, probably. So, uh, so yeah, that's the Chicago show. We will be doing a meetup. Uh, it's not going to be quite as easy because for the Rockville shows, we just like go outside the theater and there's lots of grass and lawns. Yeah. Um, so I'm still, we are definitely assuming it's not like pouring rain. Going to do a meetup after the Chicago show. Um, we'll have to go somewhere, you think? It might be Wiggly Field, the dog park. Wiggly Field, nice. Yeah. Um, we may like drive down to Lincoln Park, which is like not far, but it's like way more spacious. But at the same time, it'd be harder for people to get there. It's like going to O'Hare. Why don't we just go it's to not O'Hare? That far. It's an no, hour it's not and a half. Far. No. <laughs> uh, the problem, the the logistical difficulty for me is that Queso can't walk very far, no. and neither can Jasmine. So Wiggly Field, I think, is maybe a mile from the theater, but Queso can't walk that far. You could drive. So we're going to have to drive, but parking is very difficult in that neighborhood. Yeah. And so, like, being able to just bring two Jeeps and park them near things. So I, I'm sure it will work out. I just have to, like, really scout locations a little better. So cool. yeah. uh, we will announce it well in the week leading up to the show. But You're a logistical ninja, so it'll work out. Yep, it's going to be fine. And there will be meetup time, so it's all good. It's all about pet the dogs. Yes. So the show is about an hour. We originally thought it would be like an hour and a half, but the show runs about an hour. And then we stick around for a couple hours after that and talk to people and people pet dogs. And it's great. Yeah. I suggested the format of petting us, but nobody wanted that. So it's just petting the dogs. Huh. I, I don't remember you suggesting that people pet me. I would have overridden that suggestion. Yeah, you shot it down immediately. Oh, good. No, I didn't suggest it. This was in my head. Oh, good. And you're like, Jen would shoot that down. I won't <sighs> even voice that. I mean, before I even finished the sentence. Yep. So one of the uh, <laughs> one of the outcomes from the show this week, people were posting all these pictures of like oh, selfies of them and the dogs, and someone's like, "Hey, I caught this great oh, no. candid picture of oh. you guys," uh, meaning me and Gr Dad, and it's it is like I'm very nice talking we're to someone, and, and you're giving me this like affectionate look. A bunch of people were like, "Find someone who looks at you the way Gr Dad looks at Gr Mom." It's very nice. But Vink is sitting in front of us, and Vink oh, looks like that bear that the national park service is posting who's fattening up for hibernation she, there's there was she some so like internet dog recently which was a super chonky dog too i mean dog rights posted that little bernie's mountain dog puppy is <laughs> so such a super it's a chonk. bad angle Vink looks like a little <laughs> pile of dirt like oh, it's got someone said a bale of hay bale of hay yeah she just looks and derpy right like she's got her derp face which is great yeah. and cute but on top of that big fluffy looking body <laughs> it's i mean it is an unfortunate, unfortunate angle but she also has gained a lot of weight and so yeah. today's the first full day of the second vinkman weight loss challenge oh. um i'm actually i haven't even posted this on the golden ratio vo- yeah. vinkman tonight vinkman is getting vocked tonight oh. yes Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> so we're um i'm going to be posting on vinkman's account which is at vinkman dog on twitter uh, kind of daily updates of her weight loss challenge. So when we did the first Vinkman weight loss challenge, she weighed 78. Have you weighed her today? She weighs 67 now. Oh, much better. Yes, so Vink, she's not nearly at her worst. The camera adds 20 pounds, Vink. Uh, but she should weigh 
I mean, according to her vet, she should weigh like 57 to 59. So she's got like 10 pounds to lose. But when she was like 63, 62, she looked pretty good. So if we can get her down to the like very low 60s, that'd be fine. I mean, it's a direct cause and effect of her eating everyone else's foods. For sure. She, she would, everyone else takes their time eating because they enjoy it and they take their time. And Vink horks her food and then runs around frantically from bowl to bowl, pushing yeah. people out of the way in a very subtle yet determined way and just like snarfs up their food too yeah plus like there's there's a lot of mealtime chaos like queso likes to wander away and come back and then hops will sometimes be like i'm gonna eat some of queso's food which is fine they eat the same thing because queso's wandering right now yeah so hops like i'm gonna eat some of that so then hopper's bowl is unattended and then jasmine goes over to someone else's bowl because she's like always looking for a good deal yeah and they all everybody's now like Riley's getting banana bread and chicken and meatballs in the yeah. kitchen. Why are we eating this grubby ass kibble? <laughs> We're, We're all going in the kitchen. Food. And so Vink would be like, my food is gone. Oh, Queso's walked away from her bowl. Oh, Hopper's away and from Queso her bowl. Is, <laughs> and Vink is so fast at this that she can drain a bowl in about three seconds. Like hoovers it up. She's amazing. So that's how she has gained this weight back. It's not like we fed her more. It's just like she was in Florida. She's just eating yeah as much as she could in 15 minutes <laughs> indeed so uh so yeah Venk is now in the uh in the fat jail that we call it she has to eat in the office i have had a few people yell at me for fat shaming um they have been blocked don't tell me what to post on my social media account everybody and you explained it's like this is doctor's orders if she stays this chong chongy she she will die joints. sooner it hurts her joints it hurts. she has yeah. like an artificial hip she's a patient she yep. needs to be uh, her her hip is only rated to 60 pounds <laughs> i mean they said if you want her to live a long life she has to stay as slim as possible or she needs new stuff joints no no she's got the new joints and they're like and she needs to stay as slim as possible so it's like okay like i'm not shaming her she's adorable we love people of all weights we don't shame anybody, yep. but she needs to lose weight. Like, she is medically unhealthy, and she's going to die faster. And if you think me saying my dog needs to lose weight so she will not die too soon is fat shaming, you can fuck right off and not follow me. Hi. Hi. I, I'm still pissed off about it. Somebody, I don't know if it's the same person or a different person, but somebody sent me an email that was like... An email? Yeah. Found yeah. my... E- oh. professional email address not even to the golden ratio like found my professional email address and it's like i'm telling you to stop and i was like okay watch me not respond to this and say a bunch of angry stuff and i don't know if it was the same person or a different one who's like yeah you're gonna need to stop fat shaming and i was like blocked wow they can tell you what to do huh no i didn't realize you signed that agreement yeah they can fucking try but you know what i don't need is anybody else telling me what i should say i don't even try that uh and we're not fat shaming anybody. We support and love everyone, and we don't care what you look like. And we, our responsibility is to take care of Vink. But Vink, you gotta stop eating everyone else. All her doctors say that she needs to be skinny, and we are being irresponsible dog parents that are gonna make her die sooner if we don't get her weight down. Yeah. So fuck you if you think I'm fat we shaming. We got a medical note to deny her some food. That bad mood from last week is. There's still creeping back, creeping back. There's a tip of it. Anyway, fastest way to get blocked is to accuse me of fat shaming my dog. Then you don't get to see any golden ratio content. So maybe just keep your opinions to yourself if you don't like what I have to say. I do. Thanks, dear dad. I love you. Love you too. <laughs>
Uh, so yeah, anyway, that was a live show. We got all kinds of presents. I mean, both times it's we got so presents. so affirming being with everyone who loves the dogs. It's very it's nice. It's really nice. You guys are so nice and like so into it. It's real nice. Somebody gave, and I, I'm sorry, I don't like remember everybody's names. We met, I mean, all 400 people who came to the show. Yeah. Um, there was one person who gave me, uh, who worked at Build-A-Bear, a manager at Build-A-Bear, yes. and made me a Maggie... And it's got like a flower crown. And then when you we push, don't need because we don't cry enough. Yeah. When you push the little like speaker on the handle, it has me going like, you're my Schmeeg. Oh. And I love you, Schmeeg. And everything's going to be OK. I'm going to protect you for the rest of your life. Forever. I think you said. Yeah. And it's, it's, even, a, it's even worse. And so it's like she oh. clearly got it like from a snap or from something that I posted of Schmeeg. And she's like, here, you know, it says a thing. And then I just started crying in front of everybody. And it's really beautiful. And I love it, so thank She's you. She's like, if a dog is ripping apart, build a barrel, re-gut send it. Send it to the dog <laughs> hospital. You can just bring it to a build a bear and they'll send it to the dog hospital and fix it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, so that was well, really we lovely. Got, we got some good swag and... Lots of some, dog treats. Some here. dude laid down on cement with Hopper. That was like... For like half an end, hour, yeah. Hopper was super pleased to just be leaning against, against this guy. And he He's was lame. so happy. I mean, I have rarely seen guys smile that much yeah, as this guy. So time. happy. And then, uh, yeah, somebody got us a bottle of Maker's 46 that I'm uh, looking at up there. Uh, and someone else gave us a bottle. They gave us a whole fancy bag full of stuff, of good stuff. Uh, that included this bottle of spiced rum. And, of course, I love rum. But I was like, okay, spiced rum. Oh, my God. That stuff is delicious. Yeah. GR Dad maybe had four shots of it after the live show out of the shot glass that another fan brought us that says the big cheese it's from wisconsin and it's got a little cheese wedge on i yeah. mean fake cheese wedge it's like the hat. on the side of the glass yes it's like the cheese head hat uh yeah, maybe four shots i don't remember because you know you because you had so many after of them. three you lose count god that stuff is so good that's good it's spiced but like it's not Royal too Jamaican. spiced and it's good good rum uh, it was, it's delicious My i walked past the like... bottle now and i'm like what is 11 a.m i'm just gonna have a little, <laughs> little sip out of that bottle <laughs> yep. all right yep. i mean just on sunday i'm not drinking out of it every day as far as anyone knows that is man correct. it is delicious like i was like spiced rum that's good and i was like i'm putting oh, a straw in it for my you. <laughs> god that stuff is so good so uh yeah that was a real win that's really good but we also have like a mountain of dog treats and stuffed toys and oh. everybody just was really nice and we got some more fan art which we love the fan art uh you probably saw the but don't get us wrong we love you oh my god you don't have to bring us anything it's very nice but we just think you guys are awesome. For sure. Yeah, we, we don't need any presents. Yep. Um, yep. It's crazy and weird and wonderful that people bring and us presents, we but don't feel like drove we drove and flew and traveled from all over the place A again. woman and her mom came from the UK. From the UK. Just for the show. Oregon. Lots of people from Ohio. Hot Boston Atlanta. was a Bo- Lots of Boston people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people from all over the place. So. Texas. Inspirational, really. Yep. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. So. I got to say, like, last week when I was in the bad mood when we did the podcast, because I found out, like, I have to go to Korea for, like, 18 hours. And And Hong Kong. And then I found out last week, I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast, but I found out last week I have to go to Hong Kong for this project, I'm this thing I'm filming. And you didn't know it was Hong Kong before. You thought it might be Shanghai or Beijing. They just said China, uh, which is just... I, I hate flying to Asia. Like it, it's so hard to fly to Asia, and 
uh, you know, like flying to Europe is almost the same as flying to the West Coast. Like it's kind of long, but it's more than twice as long to fly to Asia. Oh, yeah. I just don't. It's just screws me up for such a long time. And uh, and yeah, I mean, like Hong Kong is like having some tumultuousness lately but i really don't want to go to mainland china because of the kind of surveillance infrastructure and you know these i know what's going on yeah with with sort of the like all the internet access there and uh and monitoring and surveillance and i you know as someone who studies that really don't want to be subjected to it um so like hong kong is better than beijing in terms of that kind of anxiety but i thought i was going to london for the international filming and I'm going to Hong Kong for the international filming and it's all like everything is so crammed in and so like the trip to Korea is in between the live show for Chicago and the Chicago marathon like we're going to be in Chicago one weekend I'm going to Korea Wednesday Thursday Friday and then we're going to Chicago the next weekend this is not the optimum (sighs) pre-race week no no well, one would tell one not to run a marathon after one would one should listen to one <laughs> i'm going to be in the air longer than i'm going to be on the ground in korea uh maybe it's such a big plane you can like run up and down the aisle i think it's a 777 it's, it is a big plane 787 is a big one yeah i don't think it's a dreamliner 777 whatever that's just a bunch of numbers that's <laughs> like a jump well a jumbo is bigger Four, 747 is still a really it's good a cool plane. plane. We flew upstairs on a 747 once. Oh, Remember that? So cool. We were flying back from Germany, and yeah. I, uh, I, t- we were in a terrible mood. We were both like really crabby. But we got business class somehow, right? Or yeah. What happened is I was it. like, I'm gonna see if we can upgrade. And Jared, I was like, they're not gonna upgrade us. And I'm like, just stay here with the bags. <laughs> and I like went and like basically sweet talked some guy, and I also gave a bunch of miles. Uh, but got us into business class, and it was upstairs was on cool. the 747, which was super cool. Yeah, uh, we went up the little staircase. Yeah, it's a benefit of like all the work travel that I do is that I amass a ton of miles, so it's really easy to upgrade for our yeah. personal flights. Or that to was, go that was the, the epic level, though. That was cool. That was the only time I've ever... And I've been on 747. And they don't have 747s anymore, so, no. you know. Uh, yeah, so anyway, this is fine. I'm flying on... Um, korean air which i haven't before but it looks nice nice. and uh so it's gonna be fine but it was like man like the last thing i sort of need before a three-day round trip to korea is the live show in chicago and then this weekend has made me just like super happy that like the live show is going to be epic and uh worth the 24 hours of driving and everything basically your fans have boosted your mood and your spirit it really is just like such a wonderful thing to just like have all the love for the dogs and like we love all of you so much so it was it's going to be great yep uh so that's good so thanks guys yeah thanks everybody who has come in rockville she's still a little grumpy but that's not your fault (laughs) no it has nothing to do with the fans the live show was (laughs) like the one thing last week that i was like the one bright spot unalloyed good yeah um Let's see. So that's that. Other dog updates. Everybody's the same. Yeah. Yep. Nothing. Big cheese is big and cheesy. Yeah. Uh, Riley's still messed up, but. Yep. We, a bunch of people did him. bring us banana bread. We that's got like true. eight different homemade loaves of banana bread. Uh, he's been kind of touch and go with the banana bread. He's eaten some of it. I've eaten some of it. Oh, we took Jasmine and Riley to a restaurant for the first time yes yesterday. that's right when we uh we went to dear dad's house to clean stuff out and jasmine loves to ride in the car and riley loves to be with me so i was like why don't we bring them like and they can hang out in the house with me while i'm cleaning and you're mowing 
And then uh, we did that for a while and we're training for a marathon. So we kind of ran all morning into the afternoon and uh, then went to dear dad's house. And so when we were going out to dinner, it's like, we don't really have time to bring them home. Like, let's just bring them because we normally eat outside. So it was their first and our first time bringing dogs to a restaurant. Riley was so good. He Riley like, was... would lay down. He didn't, there was dogs walking by his head. He didn't care. Yep. He, he was, pe- pe- kids could come up and pet him or punch him in the face and he didn't care. <laughs> Nobody I punched mean, him in the face though. Yeah, but yeah, you know, no, he was super mellow. Super, he's just a sweet boy. Yeah, and uh, Jasmine was good too. Like she was kind of under the table with me, so she was a little more like standing up, laying down, standing up, maybe trying to go get a piece of bread that she, she saw on the was, ground. It was one of those like great tables, so she could yeah, smell like the you food can see up the, through the through the metal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they were both really good. Yeah, so. it was it was nice. It was really nice. Sort of as we were hoping that we could bring them to. A restaurant and sit outside. Yeah. I don't think it will be our normal practice, but no. it went well. Oh, it was a good test. So, uh, yeah. Let's see. Conclave? Yeah, let me pull up the conclave. All right. I've got Justin Trudeau's dog. <laughs> uh, here we go. Conclave. Man arrested for online threats. This is today's this conclave. This is interesting, sophisticated crime solving or cr- cr- prosecution, I think, for Florida. A 40-year-old Big Pine Key man was arrested Friday for posting motorcycle gang-related threats on the Facebook registered trademark social media website. Adam Matthew Miller was charged with intimidation, writing, or sending threats to kill or injure. Okay, so this dude apparently is in the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. So he posts a picture of himself. He's wearing a Pagan's Motorcycle Club baseball cap and holding a knife. And he posts this on Facebook and he says, Support Pagan's MC or else. Support or life support. Sons of the fire god coming to a neighborhood near you. It's like, you don't know anything about social media, 40-year-old dude. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Support Pagan's Motorcycle Club or else. Support or life support. Like, what, what do you mean support? Of... Like, are we supposed to send you money? Is it GoFundMe? loser. Like, what an idiot. Like, posting it on Facebook. Ugh. What are you, like, some kind of old man? <laughs> You're a professor of now social he, media. Now he's going to come, like, hunt me down. Not from where he is. No, he's in jail. Spoiler, he was taken to jail. So, yeah. Miller's known to the Sheriff's Office Special Operations Unit detectives as a member of the Pagan's Motorcycle Club based no on kidding. his previous <laughs> encounters. Uh, yeah, what does that mean? Like, support Pagan's Motorcycle Club? <laughs> like a donate Whoa. Facebook donate button? <laughs> Dude, that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. So Hash weird. brown selfie. This is a weird crime. <laughs> In- inept criminals. Detective Alexandria Davis obtained a search warrant for Miller's Facebook registered trademark account, and she thusly confirmed it was Miller's post. Facebook let him look at it because of a search warrant. They they will if you get a warrant, not just a subpoena. You gotta serve it on him in San San Jose or whatever it is. Miller was booked into jail Friday evening. What if there was a specific criminal offense that they listed, like? Making knife threats. Writing or sending threats to kill or injure. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I know. Very specific. Like if I send a letter saying, I'm going to knife you. That, oh, oh, writing a threat to kill or injure. I mean, I think the real threat is support or life support. (laughs) See, that's so. Such a 
They don't. just don't like this guy. I mean, he's no. obviously known. You're an to embarrassment them. to he's real also, threateners everywhere. He's also an ass, apparently. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. All right, you got a German word of the week for us? Gewichtszunahme. 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 Yeah. Did I say w- that okay? Weight increase. Oh. Gewichts. Gewichtszunahme. Gewichts. Like C H S T. Yeah. Winkman had a große Gewichtszunahme this month. He had a beträchtliche Gewichtszunahme gehabt. Okay, excellent. Yeah. One of these days we'll do the whole podcast in German. Mm, okay. You'll have to do. This will be the one podcast where you do a lot more talking than I'll me. I'll be like, oh, lots of German words of the week. I'll be like genau. Yeah. <laughs> genau. Aber sicher. Ja. Doch. Ja, ja. natürlich. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, no, I got nothing. But thanks to all y'all who support us. Yep, we love you. I mean, not in the support us or life support. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's in my head. Did not mean that at all. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, until next week, don't butt anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, and even then, kind of just gum them. Bye. <laughs> Bye.